Welcome to Unapologetic Podcast with Ms. Rose and Donnell. Fear is the most powerful emotion any human can tame. It is even more powerful than love. It has the ability to drive you or to hold you back. Today we're going to discuss fear and many other things on Unapologetic Podcast.
Like that's the norm nowadays. Yeah, and the question is, why? Why is that the norm? Why is it? Why do we gotta be like that? Are we conditioned to, to have that mind frame? I wish I knew the exact answer to that. Um, I know the times have changed, and I was actually having a conversation with someone not too long ago. And we were talking about some of these crimes and these teens, and and they made the comment of children being parents. And I'm like, children have been parents forever. I said, the difference is, you know, I was watching the news one day, and they were talking about these boys that had, um, they had arrested for these uh, homicide and robberies. But their mother was a gang leader. And I'm like, wow. You know, so... So it's just the environment that they're growing up in. It's the, it's the parenting, it's the um, society, it's the images that's being portrayed to them. And for some reason, they believe this is the life. And um, they feel like they don't have any other options. And part of that is because they don't see anything else. And, you know, that's why I'm much of a stiffler on parents allowing their children to um, see what's really out there in the world that they don't have to be put into this box that they were born into. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I and you know, I got four kids, three sons, and I look at them and every day and every year to me is a milestone. 
I guess I gotta look at it from I guess I honestly look at it from a different perspective because I grew up in a rougher life than my boys and so there was a point in my life I didn't know I was gonna make it to 16 or 18 or 21 you know but I never seen that image for my boys because I made sure that they had a different life than I did let's be realistic most parents aren't parents nowadays you know and i'm not condemning those that are you know but they have children because they're trying to lock a man in it's not because they want to be a parent or they had these children for financial yep for financial or they had these children because they're looking for some type of companion children are not your companion so um you know they it people's rationality and reasoning behind a lot of things aren't even the same you know I was I wasn't I always knew I wanted to be a parent but you know I always knew for the right reason everybody don't do things for the right reasons you know their mindset is different you gotta think I think about it like this a lot of us are broken okay and when you broken and then you start creating other broken pieces okay and you never fixed what was broken within you first and so now you just got all these extra scattered pieces of you floating around here but you ain't figured yourself out you ain't put yourself back together yet so you just got all these these broken pieces of yourself floating around here destroying things and so you gotta fix you before you can start adding pieces to your life you know everything is not you can't these pieces these children that you create is not gonna fix your pain yeah I mean it's, it's just the honest truth like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm not a broken person, but I'm aware of my broken pieces. I work on them. I try to fix them. But I also realize that my children are not an extension of who I am. They are, they are, they were, they are a creation of who I was supposed to be. <laughs> okay. So, you know, they are, they're the future of me. They're, they're, they're the growth of me. They're the development. Of me. They're not my past. They're not the broken pieces that scatter around. So until you decide to to fix that them broken pieces of yourself, all you're doing is spreading a disease. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, every so often you get, you get the lucky ones that, because I feel like I, I was a lucky one, you know, I feel like, you know, I was born with broken pieces, but, you know, and, and not, they, did they damage me? Absolutely. They absolutely did. But the difference was, I, I, for some reason, the universe allowed me to see me for who I was supposed to be. 
and I began to work on those broken pieces my broken pieces I can't go fix my my parents broken pieces I can only fix mine Experience is a motherfucker. I'm just gonna keep it real. You know, we had this conversation once before on the podcast that, you know, most, the majority, the majority, not all of it, but the majority of things that happen to us in our life came in for us. Correct. Now you're gonna get the knuckleheads that's gonna try, <laughs> but they only gonna try it to so far. See, it's like when you tell them, when you tell a child, "Don't touch the stove; it's hot," but they gotta touch it to see for themselves. But they ain't gonna put their whole hand on it; they just gonna put their finger on it. So, you know, I know that I got two knuckleheads, flat out. Okay, I got two knuckleheads, but they ain't gonna put their whole hand on it; they gonna put their finger on it. And they're going to put their finger on it. And I'm going to look at them. And I'm like, you understand now? And they're like, yes, ma'am. You see what I'm saying? Because, I, you know, I told you before, I don't sugarcoat things with my kids. I don't. The world is not sugar. Mm-mm. I told somebody today, they said, um, they, they was cracking a joke because of something I said. You know, me and my mouth. And, um. They was like, you going to Hades. I said, we already tinkering on the brink of it anyway. Right. <laughs> so, I ain't worried about it. I know where I'm going. You know, and I knew they were saying it as a joke. And I said it to be a smart ass. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But, but that's, you know, what we come up. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, it may sound bad. I feel for that family and I feel for you know um the people involved because there was actually two parents that lost a child because you know that child that committed that murder is going to jail too um but i think part of me has just learned that i can't carry somebody else's burden i can't i feel for them i gotta keep moving because if i get stuck into they pain then I won't go forward. So yeah, I, I definitely feel sorry for him, and you know, I, I I go to sleep every night, you know, making sure that I ask for my sons to be watched over, you know, but and my daughters, but you know, the world ain't promising nobody. You know what I say? I say, I sit my knowledge on the table and it's up to you to pick it up and read it. And the reason why I say that is because 
I'm one of them people that don't like somebody, and, and it's, maybe it's my rebellious side because I have a big rebellious side. Don't constantly try to drill something into me because I won't take it. I won't take it because you're constantly trying to drill it into me. You know, I, I had this conversation with my son a lot because he's vegan. And he's like, Mom, Mom, you should be vegan. Mom, you should try it. You should not eat this. You should not eat this. So the only way I can get him to stop was to explain it to him this way. And this ain't no offense to anybody that practices this particular religion. I said, do you know how when the Jehovah Witnesses knock on the door, we say, everybody be quiet and close the blinds and we duck. And you say, yeah. I said, that's how you make me feel when you talk about being vegan. <laughs> okay. And so after I said that, he's like, I'm sorry. And he stopped doing it. And so I feel like sometimes when we're trying to teach somebody something or we're trying to show them the real or show them something, we can't beat them over the head with it. We have to, you know, I'm kind of like this. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to sit it on the table. And it's up to you to read it. And I'm not going to keep, because after a while, not only is it taxing to that to you and to that person as that you know feel like they're getting beat up by it but it's taxing you it drains the life out of you and it makes you stop wanting to show other people the way and so in order for me to be able to keep moving in order for me to keep doing my role and teaching people and showing people is i'm gonna sit it on the table now you gotta pick it up and read it So um, that's how, you know, every day I would like to think I contribute something to this world, you know, whether it just be a simple saying that means so much, but you got to figure out, you got to be able to understand the meaning of it and or it be somebody's truth and somebody's truth could be your truth. You just don't know. So it's just more of a matter of being open-minded to um, explore and learn the truth about what's right in front of us. Yeah, and you know, a lot, a lot of us just rather be blind to it because we're scared of the truth. <laughs> That's so funny because I promise you I was just thinking that before we um, <laughs> start this podcast. But it's it's a little bit on another subject, but we'll get into that in a little while. But yeah, I promise you, I, I promise you, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, being, being scared, you know, that's that's what holds a lot of people back from succeeding and excelling to their full potential. <laughs> Fear impedes our future. It impedes our growth. It impedes our knowledge. It impedes our goals. Fear is one of the... I think fear is stronger emotion than love. 
Because everybody won't experience love, not real love. But everybody will experience fear. Most people cannot have a future because they fear a repeat of the past. I just told somebody yesterday, I said, your past has you trapped, and you're afraid of being happy. Because you're afraid if you allow yourself to be happy, it will be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. I understand that completely. And, you know, and it takes a person to go through things to really have a full understanding of that. So you have somebody who don't, have never experienced, once you experience, they mean, and she's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But you see things they don't. Mm-hmm. But see, we fear, and, and we fear things we've never experienced. We We fear things we've never experienced. I mean, okay, and now I'm going to use you for an example. <laughs> you know how you was like, you was like, oh, I want to come down there, but I don't want to get on an airplane. It's like, get on the airplane, it's fine. You know, <laughs> he was afraid of it. He was afraid of it because you, you soaked in all of the negative versus the positive. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happens with things that we don't understand or don't have an experience. We soak in all of the negative, and we never hear any of the positive sides of it. Now, part of it is because what we associate with, um, I'm going to use love, for instance. If your parents never loved you correctly, how do you expect to have a real relationship with someone and love them and know what love is to be received back? Your association is negative. Your parents are supposed to love you unconditionally. So if you had this tumultuous relationship with your parents, you're going to take love one or two ways. You're either going to be terrified of it because you don't know what it really is, or you're going to jump into it with the first knucklehead and think you know what it is, and it's going to be something just as tumultuous as your childhood. Damn. That's just like those people. We talk about these people, and I'm, I'm not saying it in a negative way, but we look at women that are in abusive relationships, and people be like, I don't understand how they do this. I don't understand how they, because that's what they associate with love. They don't know any better. They have to learn that that's not love. That's someone who hates themselves. And they're taking it out on you. Yeah. Yeah. And and so people fear what they don't know. And it could be anything, but fear is the biggest emotion. Bigger biggest emotion ever is bigger than love, period. And that's even like what this these politicians are using right now. They're using fear. 
They use the fear to control our emotions. <laughs> because fear controls us. They they can love us all day long. Most of, I can say 85% of the world won't even understand it. But fear, 100% of us understand fear. And that's kind of scary because the reason why we have these 17-year-olds killing 17 other, you know, other children and these things going on is because that's what we're conditioned to believe is the right thing to do. We operate on fear. We operate on um you know, back in the day when we get into it with somebody, we throw fish and we be done with it. That's right. Nah, I ain't gonna sit here. Hmm? Yeah, we're we gonna kick it with you later. Well, you know, now it's like, nah, I gotta take you out because you might come. I, don't, I really, I honestly wish I could understand their mindset. I really don't. Let them be real. I don't even know that I really tried to. Because my 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 job now is to change your mindset, not to understand it. Yes, exactly. You know, so um, but some of it is um, a lot of it <laughs> is what we're being conditioned to do, especially black black men, black men. You know, I was thinking about something. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and then I get into it. But I just before we um, you know, take this break. I was thinking about how um, there was an officer that was killed down here in uh, Georgia, and I was looking at all the people lying the streets and, you know, all these people that went to funerals, and I'm like, when these officers kill these black children, these black men, these black women, why we don't unite and go and show our love like that? Why are we not lying in the streets, not to protest, but to, to show that we, with that family, to show that, you know, this is wrong. But when officers killed, it's like salutes, flags, everything. Exactly. Right. So, you know, I want to talk about that a little bit, and we'll talk about some other stuff on our uh, Freestyle Podcast. Um, This is Miss Rose. And And we'll be back shortly. You put your feelings on safety So you don't go wasting all your energy Cause too many niggas done had their way say You just wanna be friends, them niggas ain't me You gotta hold out of love, girl, don't you waste it I wanna build it back up, don't wanna break it Girl, I've been wishing for you, my chance, I'll take it Girl, I know what you've been through, so I'll be right here, yeah I'll be here when you're done tripping over thinking I'll be sipping, that's how I this feeling you keep tripping Thinking I'ma give up on you, girl I want you to know I really wanna take you there I really wanna change your name I wanna know why you keep tripping Trip, tripping on me Come through, come through, girl, I need to see you Come tell me why you tripping on me, yeah Come through, come through, girl, I need to see you I need to see you, I need to see you I'm just saying, baby 
You know I'm not them niggas, why you playing, baby? Come get this blessing, I've been praying, baby Fuck all that friendship, I'm trying to be your man, baby But you been playing lately Shawty, all them other niggas, they was practice Now let me put you in the game and change your status You know what it is, y'all playing hard to get When you come to your senses, girl, I'll still be here I'll be here when you're done tripping overthinking. I'll be sipping, that's how I control This feeling you keep tripping Thinking I'ma give up on you, girl I want you to know You play, shawty, why you play? Come get this love, baby. Trip, trip. You know it's big enough, baby. I send a pic, and I can make you fall in love, baby. But you keep playing with me. I'm gonna be your man, clearly. I'll be here when you're done tripping. No fun thinking. I'll be sipping. That's, That's how, how I control this feeling. You keep tripping, thinking I'ma give up on you, girl. I want you to know. Pick you up, help you do better I can show you how to get that 
that, flip that, double up one more time. Get your get back. All of them bitches gon' hate when they see you shine. Girl, you did that. I'm just one more reason they gon' hate, yeah. Help you stack your paper, don't need nothing off your plate, yeah. You got something, baby, you deserve it and you know it. You know that it's the truth when I say, love you. Open your mind, show me love you right the first time First time, first time, first time It's gonna be nothing like the last time Last time, tonight I know he might be your man But he can't do you like I can He can't get his thing to you like I do No, 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 no He can't love you like I love you Baby, you know it too Know it too Girl, if he don't represent And Miss Rose is here. Miss um, Rose, would you like to continue what you began to discuss? Right. So before we um, took our little break, I was saying, you know, I was looking at this, um, I was watching the news, and um, this cop had got killed down here in Georgia, and I was watching all these people line the streets, and thousands of people went to the funeral, and all these strangers that didn't even know this guy. And... I was thinking to myself, like, you know, um, today being the anniversary of Eric Gardner's death, and then to find out that cop is not even facing federal charges and things. And I'm like, why we don't unite like that? Why are we not lying in the streets for their funeral services? Why are we not, you know, sitting in the churches like that? Why are we not sitting at the courthouses and when they're going through these grand juries and things like that? Because we watch most of us and I know I've seen it watch that cop shoot Philando Castro and just to get off or even like um, the officers in um, Cleveland that shot those two uh, people that were unarmed in that parking lot 132 times and they you know I was just reading an article yesterday where they got their jobs back and I'm like this is ridiculous so I'm just trying to figure out why we don't take a stand like that why we haven't and I'm not talking about going to march I'm talking about really doing what we doing our due diligence in these things So, you're basically telling me that we're comfortable being beneath our God-given right.
Honestly, after doing some thinking and having some conversations with other people, and, you know, this was discussed during our, our conversation when I was there, and they said the women, right? And after I thought about it, I think there's a lot of truth in it. And here's why. Think about the think about the ranks of royalty. Okay. Okay. You got the king, the queen, the court jesters, whatever, right? Yeah. So in chess, right? Yeah. The king's job is to protect the queen. And everyone is trying to capture the queen. Why? Because she holds the most power. Okay. So the same thing happens really in this world, right? And see, the reason why I have a problem with women out here doing what they do, dressing the way they act, dress and acting the way they act, especially black women, is because... Men try, that's just like the men that's in, um, that's trying to change all these, um, abortion laws, right? It's a control thing. It's a control and it's a money thing. Women are the only being that can create life. Okay. The white population is be, is really truly, to be honest, the minority. They 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 fix the numbers. We know this, but a lot of people don't believe it. Right. Most of the women that get abortion are not black women; they're white. Wow. <laughs> okay. So they're trying to. rebuild their race and the way to do that is to um, regulate abortion and to regulate women they try to depower women because they know that women hold the true power men do things for women let's be real (laughs) so how many men have gotten killed over a woman that wasn't theirs Okay, so if you think about if a woman really knew what their power was, they would have the power to change a lot of things. Get the, these children that's out here shooting each other up and robbing people and doing things. Who's the one mostly taking care of them? The women. There you go. <laughs> so I believe that. It starts with the woman. Yeah. 
saying stated is that the true fact there's no other way into this world but through a woman. Through a woman. So that's why one of the things that I never understand a man's hatred for a woman because you was created by one. I always say this, women is the power, men is the muscle. I knew, I knew it, I'm, and I told you this, I knew it was going to happen before it happened. Now, did I honestly think that they would be brass enough to give Trump the office? No, but, but I knew they didn't want Hillary there. I, I told you that during the um, Obama-Clinton uh, Obama um, era, you know. Um, Our country is still ran by white men, old white men with old racist values. Mm-hmm. Daily. Mm-hmm. But my whole, this is where I, I feel like, like my purpose is because as black men, Mm-hmm. The mind has to evolve, mm-hmm. and what and what we always say if you're not evolving, you just rotate in a circle like they like. And I said this yesterday, like being on a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. you going go going nowhere fast. Yep, I say that all the time. You going nowhere fast. If mm-hmm. the mind is not, and you continue to be stuck in this cycle, there won't be no change. Right. We can't, be, we can't be the woman's muscle because y'all can't depend on us. I mean, that's and that's a lot of what um, has happened through society as far as, I mean, don't get me wrong, that was beaten to us from the beginning to, um, to demasculate the men. But um, over the years instead of trying to... I kind of see it changing a little bit. I've been watching change a little bit, but not with the younger generation. But the um, women and men have to learn how to trust each other again. We don't. We don't trust each other. We don't. We don't. We don't. Everything is a side eye, everything is question, and it's a lot of confusion. Because 
Well, now, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of it validated. <laughs> but in order to, in order for us to change society and change not only the image but the actual nature of our relationship and power is we have to unite and learn to trust each other and give each other reasons to trust each other. Yeah. And, and, and one thing that when you just said that, we have to stop placing black on each other because we all in the same damn boat. Say that again because he kind of broke up a little bit. We got to stop blaming each other because in actuality we are all in the same boat, but we have been conditioned to go against each other. I think we do have to stop blaming each other, but we also have to take responsibility yes. for our yeah. own bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna take. I'm, I'm not entitled. I don't have to take responsibility for your bullshit, but I gotta take responsibility for mine. Yeah. And so we we have to learn how. Well, we gotta learn how to be honest with ourselves. <laughs> In a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that. I will say that I think I think you'll be forever learning yourself because humans change. Yeah. We change and it's natural and there's nothing wrong with change. Um so we're we're always going to be learning ourselves but accepting yourself and accepting things about yourself is what we have to learn to do. Right. You know, so it's a challenge. I mean, I got my I got my weaknesses. I have my vices. I have my own bullshit. You know. Right. <laughs> you know. We all we all do. You know, so I have my good days and bad days, and I'm human. Bottom line is, I'm human. The good the the one thing about me that makes me special is. I'm open enough to figure out when I'm on some bullshit. Yeah. Or seeing the world through not just my lenses, but through other people's lenses. Yeah. So that's what makes me unique. But everybody, everybody not bred like that, though. Yes, and we know this. As you say, you know... It ain't for everybody. Truth is not for everybody. Because because some people, it's just who they are. And we have to accept that. And that's a part of growth. That's a part of growth also. I, you know, I said that, you know, sometimes you have to accept the person for who they are or what they are. You don't have to condone it. And you don't have to live it. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, they are, I, I don't like, I guess lately, because it's been annoying me, where people be like, oh, that's just who they are. I'm not going to make excuses for your bullshit. Right. You know? Right. I don't have to live with it, but I'm not going to make excuses for it either. Yeah. 
you know, so, um, you know, maybe I'm just a hard ass right now, but that's just how I feel about it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, mm, that's, that's the state of the world today, in Janet Jackson's words. <laughs> right, right, right. So to lighten up the mood and move on to something, you know, you know, to get, you know, because that's getting easier in into people like, damn, you know, but uh, like they just so come in, on. just attacking. Wait, wait, wait. Before we lighten up, we are gonna take a quick break and then we'll lighten up the mood on after this break. Yeah. Cause you ain't gonna act like you a good girl for me 
No, you ain't gotta act like, you ain't gotta act like that Yeah And you ain't gotta act like a good girl, you a little freak No, you ain't gotta act like, you ain't gotta act like that Five in the morning, that's when we be zoned in Fucking up the headboard, girl, that's what it's there for Tonight you gon' act like you my baby, but we know the truth Tomorrow you might be somewhere else, yeah, with your other boo That's crazy You spend time with him, but I'm your baby You know he ain't me You tell me I'm on your mind daily truck it is considered federally protected so yeah i understand that yeah but my whole thing is this is not that money that's going to get burned <laughs> nah this ain't that money that they're shredding you know what i'm saying this money is going somewhere to be counted right this was some this was some bank from uh business or some business most likely um so it was exactly. it was somebody's money but I don't know what I honestly don't know what I would have did. What what allegedly um I ain't gonna say allegedly. But my understanding what took place was um 
285 uh, the back door of an armor truck something happened it opened and the money started flying out I know several people I mean it was cars on the side of the road I wasn't on 285 I ain't get mad <laughs> but 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 um I know I've seen several people on the side of the road picking up money whatever I know one guy turned it in I don't remember what the amount was I don't remember it being 7,000 but you know he turned it in and he turned it in after he found out it was you know you could be press charges against you for theft um I, it wasn't 7,000 though I know that much it was under that I think it was like 2,000 and um and um they were looking for people um that had picked up the money off the side of the road I mean I already knew that was happening people was calling in to the police when it happened people was recording they got their license plate number the people the police would track down the money so some of it gonna be lost because I don't think all of it got picked up and keep it real but right but um they'll probably recover whatever was taken they'll probably recover most of that uh believe me them depending on where it came from and um it might even be tracked by the serial numbers so mm -hmm. well you know my question is this i'm in two scenarios mm -hmm. number one uh being wrongfully in prison mm -hmm. if you wrong in prison you get you know exonerated you get free they give you a cash settlement okay that right there and also if you know i've been seeing a couple where you know police officers have killed a child or a woman or man and they gave the family some money mm -hmm. my question is this in our society mm -hmm. is money more valuable than a life or it's an even fair exchange because that's how it seemed like they put it Oh, we killed this person, sorry. Here's, here's $3 million. Imagine. They do that to try to shut people up. In most cases, it does. Um, especially somebody that comes from nothing. That's just like these mumble moth rappers that they pay these. I'm going to give you a million dollars to wear a dress and rap like you like you saying something. You know what I'm saying? Because they come from nothing. So, um, most of the time they do it for that reason. I guess it depends on what you do with that money. You know, um, I know, um, I know, like the Central Park Five. Some, a lot of them have reinvested into the community. A lot of them is trying to help wrongfully imprisoned people. A lot of them, they haven't sat silently because they got some money. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know Tamir's Rice mother um, has used some of her money to fund different things for the community and children and things like that. She hasn't sat silently through the money. Um, there are some people that, you know, they get money and they sit silently. And I don't know what their experience was. And I don't know where their head is. I don't want to judge them based on the fact that they, get, they got money and didn't do anything. So I think for the people that might receive that settlement, I don't want to pass judgment on them because... They've been through some things, and it's traumatic, and they have to deal with it in the best way they need to deal with it. For the... Their mindset is not 
is money more valuable to them? Absolutely. Is but their but their main focus is to give you a couple bucks and tell you to shut the hell up. That's just the truth. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And and for me, I feel the you know that mind frame is soulless to me. <laughs> because no, I'm saying because there's no replacement for a lot. But you gotta. And, and I'm, I wasn't laughing because you were wrong. I was laughing because, again, you kind of read into something I was thinking about earlier. But, <laughs> and I literally was using the word, you know, soul. It, it's kind of like, those people don't have a soul. They don't have a soul. They don't know what compassion is. They don't. <laughs> it's never touched an ounce of their blood. It doesn't flow through them. Okay. 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 <laughs> and I'm quite sure we all then ran into someone like that. And you'd be like, what the hell type of being are you? See, I'm going to tell you what the problem with us, and I'm not saying us as white people, I'm just saying humans in general. Yeah. We try to carry the weight of other people. We try to carry the souls of other people. You can't carry the souls of someone that's soulless. You cannot. And people don't want to believe that there are people like that in the world, but there is. There are people that are just... As my grandmother used to say, they were born straight from the devil. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And... I don't know that I, I, I particularly agree with that term, but I don't have anything else in the top of my head to use. But there are just people that's like that. You know, I don't... There are some people that's just born pure evil. Period. Yeah. Now, the levels of their evilness fluctuates. And it, it probably depends on um, different aspects of their life but think about some of these serial killers that had like these exceptional childhood and all this stuff going for them but they get a thrill out of killing people and it makes no sense and so you know those are just people that just were born sociopaths it's just in their blood it just flows through them there's We can't save the world. Okay. Our job okay. is to save a handful of people. And then they go save a handful of people. And then they go save a handful of people. And that's how you start to build. There you go. But you can't go out. They took out the phone booth because we ain't supposed to be Superman. <laughs> we ain't. Understood. And with, with, with 
I feed from this podcast, but it boils down to is do not let fear stop you from becoming who you are destined to become and doing what you are destined to do. Stop letting fear hinder your future. Yeah. You know, so um, all of us have I, I mean, all of us are going to have some fear or something. It's about conquering it. You know, sometimes I, I'm I'm in a little weird kick right now. Okay? And my weird kick is to overcome some of my little BS. I'm afraid of heights. I probably would be afraid of heights for the rest of my life. But I want to go zip lining. Sounds crazy, but I'm going to do it. You know? <laughs> I just want to do it. Because I don't ever want to feel like something can hold me back. Right. I, I won't let fear hold me back. I won't let my past hold me back. I won't let this bullshit hold me back. Now, I might have nightmares. For a while, I'm gonna have my good days and my bad days. I'm gonna have some things that's gonna trigger something that don't fit good with me, whether it's from my past or even from my present. But it's not gonna stop. And and that's the problem with most people in their life. It stops them. You know, I I fight with some family. I'm not gonna call them out all the time because. They don't want to do this because this is all I know and blah, 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 blah. So you rather play in this box. Mm. Mm. Than play in this world that belongs to you. Mm. So you're going to let somebody else play in your world. I'm sorry, this is mine. I'm going to go see it and explore it. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But sometimes it drives me crazy when um, I be like, I want to go here. Oh, that was, why you want to go there? That, that's not, I didn't ask you. I said, I want to go there. Exactly. My discovery is different than your discovery. I always tell people you gotta figure out. You gotta figure out your own path. My job, just like me and you, talk all the time. You know, you say what you wanna say. I'm say what I'm gonna say. You tell me, I tell you about yourself. You tell me about myself, and then you figure out which car you driving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how I go. <laughs> and the same thing goes with me. There's sometimes I hang up for you and I'd be like, ah. like I don't care if he's right, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> you know <laughs> And then I probably listen to you, but for a minute I'm just doing my own bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I 
Yeah. I can't do that to like that, But, you know, if I'm going to move forward, I'm just stand there. Now, the truth hurts. The truth hurts. I laugh at people that can't acknowledge that. I, I, I ain't going to call them out again. But somebody text me. Well, let me tell you how, how messed up their mindset is. They send me a cash app for some money. But I'll ask you. You don't do that. Okay? Then you text me. And ask me. So now I'm pissed. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm going to go off. I, I did. I, I went off. I, I let all those bad words flow out. <laughs> and I went off. And I basically, in that show, was like, you need to get your shit together. And I didn't just do that because they asked me for money. It's more to it. You know, I ain't going to get into all that. But. You know, they didn't acknowledge the, the response to several hours later, but the response to it is what made me laugh and was like, this mofo don't get it. <laughs> you know, and they was like, oh, I didn't know asking for help to get this kind of response. You know, I just needed help. That's the problem. You always need help, but you ain't never helping yourself. I'm not your mother, and you are grown. It's not my job to help you. If I do it, it's because out of the kindness out of my heart, but I don't owe you shit. And that's your problem. You think the world owes you something. This world don't owe you nothing but a dirt six feet under when you leave. You can get anything you want in this world. It's up to you to go get it. So if you choose to sit on your ass and wait for it to come to you, then you ain't getting shit. (laughs) That's just how it goes. That's not how I roll. I've never been that person. I don't understand it. I don't understand people like that. And I don't try to. It's not for me to understand. And, you know, sometimes I think people get pissed off when I say that. Because I'll be like, it's not for me to understand. It's not for you to understand. It's not. It's not my journey. Me trying to understand your journey, I'm missing out on mine. That's right. So, no, I ain't about to do it. Ain't not about to do it. I'm not gonna do it. So it was a wonderful podcast. I miss you, Miss Rose. Been a while. Yeah, yeah, I've been busy. Busy. Just say it. Busy. You got multiple business to handle. I've been busy. Been busy. I ain't mad though. No complaints, you know, just uh, doing what I got to do, make these things happen. So, um, let's give a... Um, sponsors? Yes, sponsors. Sponsors, sponsors. Uh, we like to thank all of our sponsors. We like to thank Pompor GA. Um, 
please visit www.pompoirta.ecwid.com. That's www.pompoirta.ecwid.com. That is your adult thrill store. I think everyone should spend their summer nights exploring your partner's pleasure zone. And Pompor DA will help you do that. So go visit the site, um, see what they can help you out with. I'm pretty sure they can find it. If you do not see it on the site, make sure you call one of the uh, Pompor DA specialists, and they will be sure to help you. They have everything you can possibly think of. So make sure you check that out. Damn, it's feel like I do. It's all commercial. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Also, um, <laughs> also, we'd like to thank our other sponsor, um, Delectable Lounges and Eccentric Desserts. Um, um, you can check that out at delectablelounges.ecwid.com. They have all these exotic desserts. Um, they have the Hennessy chocolate chip cookies. The rum oatmeal cookies, sweet potato cheesecake brownies. Uh huh. <laughs> they also um, have their uh, cakes. In uh, <laughs> if you're in Atlanta, you can stop by uh, Crab King over on Martin Luther King and check out um, their cakes. They have their in their uh, restaurant now, so you can go to Crab King's ATL, get you some of that crab oil as well as the um the Century Lounge cakes over there on Martin Luther King in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, and I heard that Thomas Music is working on some new music, so hopefully they can bless our show with it. Yes, yes, yes. We definitely wanna shout out Thomas Music and get us some of those artists so that we can feature them on our podcast. And we're also gonna give a shout out to our new sponsor, that's Samara's Fashion. Samara's Fashions is for girls um, ages 8 to 16. Um, it is a fashion line by a 13-year-old girl. Um, the first pieces will be coming out in um, late October, early November, so look out for that. Any books coming out, Ms. Rose? I am, I am actually working on something right now. Um, I don't want to um, put a title out there because I'm still playing with it, but um, probably probably around Christmases. Um, Christmases, I don't know what the hell that was, but <laughs> around Christmas time. <laughs> probably around Christmas time. Um, it'll probably be about done, but yes, I am working on, um, I'm actually working on two right now, so I have to decide which one I'm going to release first. Okay. I just want to give a happy belated to my son. Um, his birthday was July 2nd, and he turned four, and I spent a lot of time with him. I'm so happy. It just, like, what who is you represent? I represent fatherhood. Hey, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, so I want to give a shout-out to everyone that came out to the events when I was in Cleveland in May. Um, so um, I, I do appreciate you all coming out. I appreciate the one that came out to the um, the retreat in Tennessee um, in June. So um, you all are appreciated, and there will be other events 
that'll be announced in the near future. Okay. So, Ms. Rose. What up? So, <laughs> what up? Word. Yeah, I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah. But what was your question? What is the next podcast going to be? Uh, I don't know. You have any ideas? No, I guess we take it as it comes. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure sometime through this week we'll have a um, something to hit us, and one of us will text and be like, "Hey," you know. So whatever comes, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll have it together before uh, before the next show. Okay. All right. So everyone have a great week. We look forward to talking to everyone next week. And this is Unapologetic Podcast with Miss Rose. And Daniel. Have a good one. Unapologetic Podcast is created and produced by Miss Rose and Daniel. The artist featured on this podcast does not endorse or represent the thoughts and views of the host and the guests on this show. <laughs>